Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad you're with us today, and I'm going to look at God's Word and John in chapter 9 and verses 20 through 33. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. Lord, this Resurrection Sunday that we worship you. Father, may we remember today, Lord, whatever we're facing, with you all things are possible. Lord, if anything else, as believers, you have brought us here today just to hear that, to know has been as led us in worship, that we worship you a true and living son of God. And through you, we can do all things. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, my message today is, uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's the title, I don't know. And, uh, you know, you, you ever had that with, if, if you, have, you have a dog, now, now see, cats don't do this, okay? But dogs do, you know. See, all right. You know, do you, you know, our church really does have a sense of humor because every time you send, you guys send me a card about something, it always has a cat on the front of the card. I just, I don't know why you do that now. You know how I feel about cats. But anyways, so how your dog looks at you when they, they can't figure it out. You know how they tilt their head, you know? See, a cat doesn't do that. There's no personality there. So... <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. You know what? Where we get confused in our faith and life, especially when we get older, is when we can't figure something out. We can't figure it out. And, and we think that we should be able to figure out. And then our younger generation out, they can't figure out and they don't know. I don't know. They don't know. It's just, they just pull their phone out and say, hey, Google, what the, and then they Google it, and then Google tells them what the answer is. I don't know what uh, and why certain things have happened in my life. I don't know why certain things have happened in your life. But I want to speak with you with conviction today on who that we serve, and you can be confident that God is working in your life for a purpose. Things just don't happen uh, as a believer, and then it just, that's it. In John chapter 9, let me share just a little bit of the beginning of the story that Jesus is walking through a town with his disciples, and they look and they see someone who is blind, and one of the disciples says, Lord, we see this, this young man's blind that did his did his parents sin? Did he sin? Why? Because we always correlate suffering with sin. At least many people do. We must have done something wrong for that to happen. And that's the same that, that they were thinking. And they asked the Lord that. And the Lord's reply back to them was, watch God be glorified through what you've just seen and heard. And they continue to go on and goes further, and Jesus actually heals 
the young man's eyes. It's interesting, as you see in the Bible, when he healed people, uh, he would heal them in different ways. And what I mean by that is the healing that would take place in that person, they were all healed, uh, whether it was a, a limb or someone couldn't walk or someone was blind, always some way, somehow something different. So there wasn't any one certain way. In other words, uh, the false prophets of that day or today could have a one, two, three, and this is the way God does it. In your life and my life, when you and I go through adversity in our life, did you ever say to yourself, you know, you get through it, whatever it is that you get through, Lord, I will never, Lord, I'll never doubt you again, never, Lord, you've got me through this, I can't believe I'm, I, it's I'm, I'm unbelievable. And then a week later, something happens, and here we go again. We start to doubt. God is there to show us today through his word about this young man and about him being blind and now he sees and the religious leaders of the day when it's speaking of the Jewish people day it's talking about the, the Jewish leaders of the day just can't believe that this had taken place and the story picks up in verse 20 of John chapter 9 Pharisees or the religious leaders of the day are talking to his parents, the young man that was healed. He says, his parents answered them and said, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But by what means now he sees, we do not know, or who opened his eyes, we do not know. He is of age, ask him, he'll speak for himself. You know what we have to stop doing? We have to stop trying to figure how God is going to work it out. All of us, we all go, we all, we do it all the time. Something happens and we're up late at night or, or constantly on our mind or we think about it through the day or at work. And what the devil does exactly what he wants to just for today, he wants to steal your joy. The devil comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. Devil wants to steal your joy, even if it's just for today. That's what he does. That's how he works. Quit trying to figure out how is God going to do this? How is he going to How's he going to, this financial situation or, or, or work this out with what I'm going through with, with my kids or our grandkids or, or what is happening, you know, in, in my personal life that I can't, I can't share with anybody else and the struggles that I have even mentally or all the things I'm dealing with. Quit trying to figure it out. That's what they were telling the religious leaders of the day who didn't want to believe that Jesus was the son of God and they could heal. He says, I don't know who he is and I don't know what he is, but I just, I know this. He was blind and now he sees. And we cannot argue with that. Continues on. His parents said these things because they feared for the Jews, in other words, for the religious leaders of the day. And they had already, that he, if anyone confessed that he was Christ, that he would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, he is of age. So again, they called the man who was blind and said to him, 
Give God the glory. We know that this man is a sinner. In other words, just talking about Jesus now. That man, meaning Jesus. He, he's a sinner. Give God the glory. And he answers, he says, whether he's a sinner or not, I, I don't know. One thing I know, though, I was blind and now I see. Here's where I want you and I to be confident on what you're, what you're going through right now. Remember, the day that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, we don't think about that enough. Because from that foundation and from that strength that we have, that we're now not dependent ever again on ourselves, ever, for anything. We're dependent on the true and the living Son of God to help us through anything that we go through because we now are part of Him. Christ in us. The Bible tells us in Colossians, the hope of glory. The hope. Our hope in whatever we're facing that we don't understand, that we're trying to figure out, that we're losing sleep over and time over and joys being sucked out of our life, God's saying, I don't want you to try and figure it out. Just know that you were once blind and now you see. And I want you to trust me. I want you to be confident in that. Let's continue. Then they said to him again, what did he do to you? How, how did he open your eyes? He answers him, I told you already and you did not listen. You want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him and said, you are his disciples. We are of Moses' disciples. You know what the problem is that we face today in our world? It's religion. It's not Jesus. You say it again. It's, it's us trying to figure our way out to God or how God is going to work it out. When all we have to do is be dependent on the true and the living Son of God. You can talk about the Lord all you want to all day long at work, place to eat, whatever you want to about God, but when you bring up the name of Jesus, what happens? The atmosphere changes. Why? Because there's something about his name. And what is about his name is that God sent his son to die on a cross so that we were once blind, now we see and we are confident enough to know that God is taking what you're going through and he's going to use, as he told his disciples at the beginning, I'm going to use this for my glory. He's taking what you've been through last week, what you're going through right now, for his glory. He's going to bless your life. Here's the key. If you are willing to believe what he asked the blind man who now sees, do you believe who I am? And he said, yes, I do. I believe that you are the true and the son of the living God. I believe that you're Jesus. The more that you and I are willing to believe who Jesus is, the more we will see him work in our life and we will have a just a, confidence and the Bible says not the spirit of fear but of love and of power and a sound mind let's finish what he continues to say verse 30 
The man answered and said to them, Why, this is a marvelous thing that you do not know where he is from? Yet he opened my eyes. You mean, you mean you don't know where he's from? Now we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God, God does his will. He hears him. Since the world began, it has been unheard of that anyone can open the eyes of one who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. Do you know today in your life, in my life, Jesus told his disciples, with God, all things are possible. The angel told Mary the same thing. With God, nothing is impossible. So you can look at it either way. You can look at your situation, your circumstances saying, you know what, maybe I don't look the right part, I don't have the right education, or I, I just don't feel as confident. Our confidence is not in us anymore. I once was blind, now I see. God says that your way of life now, of living, the way that you are able to achieve and get through this life in such an amazing way is you can see things from this way. You don't see it this way. See, when we look at it this way, we look at someone, let's take, for example, I'm not saying right or wrong, wherever we're using an example of Elon Musk, one of the smartest men in the world. And he sees everything from this way. Why, why can I say that? Because he knows that even if the Bible says, this world is not going to continue the way it's going. He knows this world is melting. And he's wanting to build, we know, I don't know if it'll happen or not, but he's wanting to build a, a whole other world on Mars. Now, that's his way of thinking. Now, to think that he can't do it, I don't know. If he can make a car drive by itself, maybe he can get everybody to Mars. I don't know. But I know this, that's man's way of thinking or woman's way of thinking in this life. And intelligence, and nothing's wrong with that, with somebody being extremely intelligent. But I'm saying God has given you something different. He's given you confidence because you now have this way, a spirit of wisdom. Let me say that again. He's given you the spirit of wisdom. I used to believe it took much more faith to jump right then whenever you're going through. Now I believe it takes a lot more faith to wait and to wait and to watch and let God heal and create a miracle in our life. And my grandfather passed through a very large church. At one time it was the largest church the United States, largest Sunday school in the world. But you know, it would have never happened. It would have never started if he would have trusted in the religious leaders of the day. You say, what do you mean, Dallas? He was here. He wanted a pastor in Akron and so forth. And uh, he couldn't get any pastors in Akron to be a part of a, a leadership team to ordain him because he felt that he wasn't qualified enough. 
They wouldn't do it. And he waited and he waited. They still wouldn't do it. But he so believed and trusted that God was going to work, he had to go all the way back to his hometown in Kentucky where they believed who he was. And they ordained him. And then he became a pastor. And then he did what he did. Eighth grade education. What I'm here to share with you today is this. Don't look at yourself in the mirror and say, man, this is, this is, I, I can't do this. You know what? You're right. You're right. You can't. I can't do it. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to, I don't know. This is what they said. I, I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know what happened. But I know I once was blind, and now I see, and as a believer, I know that my hope for my relationships, my marriage, my life, divorced, widowed, whatever it might be, high school, college, I don't know what your situation is, but I know this. I know that as Jesus is your Savior, and you worship him every day, you say, Lord, today is in your hands. I give you my life today again to give me wisdom in any situation that I face. And what does God tell us that he does? Let's close with this. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 or verse 6. It's a great verse if you don't have it marked in your Bible or memorized. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. How does this all come about what we're talking about today? Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. If he who comes to God, remember what the one that was blind said to Jesus, he believed who he was. He who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God wants to bless you, but he wants you to have a relationship with him. And the way that we have a relationship with him is that we depend on him. That's what he wants. He wants us to have that relationship. And by having that relationship and that close communication with him, we have such a relationship that he's so in control. We know that he loves us. We don't have a spirit of fear. We have a foundation. And we can live in this life with joy and peace. And knowing that, you know what, Lord, I don't know how this is going to work out. But give me the wisdom to wait. Give me the wisdom to see. Give me the wisdom to believe. And if we do that, and if we're willing, the things that I don't know, the things that I don't know don't matter anymore. Because my life is, is in his hands. And knowing that if I continue to believe who he is and continue to go to him and say, Jesus, help me, guide me, direct me. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Don't give up today. 
don't give up whatever you face, whatever you go through, whatever's taking place. I, I don't know how it happened. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know I, I, I can't even figure it out. But I know this. I was once blind, and now I see. You were once not a believer, and now you are a believer. And God will show you every step that you need to take every day for the rest of your life. And the way this world is going is the Lord told his disciples, he told them, I've got to work while it's day. I am the light of the world. We know as you turn the news on tonight or you turn YouTube on or whatever it is that you watch, we see what's happening in the Middle East. Do not ignore what you see. Know without a doubt what we see taking place. What I talked about last week, I had no idea that would heighten this week from 1948 and May 14th, which we see we've just passed that date. Israel became a nation once again. And then we had 1967, and then we had again another war in 73. And now we see what's heightening and happening in the Middle East. And knowing that that's pulling us in towards the end of the world, it's like a magnet's being pulled in, and we're here watching us. No, 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 that we're running out of time. And what we've got to do is to know that the abundance of life is through Jesus. And no matter what we see in the news, no matter what we hear, we, we can live in peace and we can give others the same joy and peace that we have. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today that we've been able to worship you. Lord, we don't know a lot of things that in our own life we have questions about. But Father, we do know one thing that is a believer that as we were once blind, we see. And our confidence now is in you. It's not in anyone else. Lord, take it out of our thought process. Take it out of our heart. Take it out of whatever might be what, what, what has ever drawn us down, whatever has beat us down, Lord. And let us know. Remind us once again that you're the, the true and the living Son of God. You're the King of kings. And you're the Lord of lords. And Father, whatever someone's facing here today, all things are possible through you. And Lord, we know you'll never leave us. You'll never forsake us. Father, if there's someone here that doesn't know you as their Savior, may they pray, Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you are the Son of God and that you came into this world and that you died on the cross and that you shed your perfect blood for me. And I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins, Jesus. From this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you today. Lord, again, if there's someone here that wants to make a public profession, never accepted you as their Savior, may they walk today as we 
as we're led by Ben as he leads us in a closing song, Lord, if there's someone here today, may they not leave without knowing you. In Jesus' name. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross and you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.